Welcome back, everybody, to the Glacier Gamble Podcast. This is episode six, and it is an exciting night tonight. Very exciting night. It's the NBA draft tonight. Um, it's also the Western Conference expansion draft, which nobody's talking about for some reason. That is, yeah, that seems like something people would want to talk about. Yeah, so, I mean, like, the, every team gets to protect, you know, like, their players, and then uh, the Sonics, the Seattle Supersonics, they're the expansion team. They get to take them. No one's worried about that. They're just worried about the draft, so... So in the Western Conference, Western Conference. What about yeah. the Eastern Conference? I think they're doing that next week. They're next letting, week? yeah. So they're doing the the Western Conference one this week. They're doing the draft, and then they're doing the Eastern one next week. Okay. So. Yeah, we should definitely talk about the Western Conference expansion draft, where the yeah. Seattle SuperSonics because everyone can, can pick some players. Everyone can watch the NBA draft tonight, but not everyone has can watch the Western Conference expansion draft. Is there anywhere that they can watch it? Well, luckily for them, we bought the streaming rights to it. Uh, through GGSN. The GGSN, it, so wasn't that expensive. No, I think um, it was, uh, we bought the package deal, so we saved some money. It was originally $500 for both both nights, um, but we bought, you know, we bought the package, so it was only $200 a night, so. And you guys are worth it. You guys are worth that investment, and it brings good uh, information that now nobody else is talking about. So we did buy the rights to GGSN, um, so that we can cover the... Expansion, the Western Conference NBA Expansion Draft. Yeah, so we're going to actually, uh, when we get to it, we're just going to cut right to the live live feed, I believe. I think we've got... Um, well, it's seven... Yeah, it starts right in one seven. minute, yeah, so, so. Um, let's pan over and watch and right, cover let's it. let's get it. And welcome back to the Glacier Gamble Sports Network. My name is Richard Little, and with me co-hosting the Western Draft expansion of the NBA is my uh, friend and co-host for 18 years, Peter Smalls. Pete? Thanks for having me, Dick. Uh, now, the, the draft is uh, a couple minutes away, um, but we will uh, bring up a small graphic on who uh, the Western teams have protected uh, before we get right into it. Um, so why don't we just uh, go down the list of the projections? The protections. Uh, before we cover the players that they protected, we're going to go over the rules here for the draft. Uh, the player, the, each team was allowed to protect three different players, and uh, this did not include players that are currently on the rookie year of their uh, NBA debut. If they are on the rookie contract, they do need to be protected. Hopefully. Also, the Supersonics have to stay under $115 million, which is the salary cap. Uh, they must keep their entire roster of 15 under that 115 million. So, without further ado, so they they uh, before we get into it, uh, they get to protect or they get to draft 10 players um, from the thing. And that gives them that gives them five players that they can go get in a, in a free agency. Thanks, Pete. You're welcome, uh, Dick. Without further ado, let's get into this draft first. We noticed that the Lakers are going to protect, obviously, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and uh, thirdly, they are going to be protecting Russell Westbrook. This is assuming that trade does go through, which was for uh, Montrez Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and I, I believe a first-round pick next first year. first-round pick, that is correct. So if this does go through, they are going to protect LeBron, AD, and West, otherwise known as Brody, Brow, <laughs> and Braun. Yeah. <clears throat> the three, the killer beast. The killer no one's beast. used that before. Nobody's ever used that before, especially not having yellow on their jersey. Exactly. And second, why don't you cover this one, Pete? All right, so we got the Warriors. Now, this is a very easy, easy one. They got the two All-Stars, um, Stephon, Cur Stephen Curry, Stephon Curry, Stephon Curry, Stephon Diggs yes. Curry, yes. Stephen Curry. I think Curry. it's Dell. That's his dad. <laughs> Stephen Curry and uh, Clay Thompson. 
Um, they're also going to protect Jordan Poole for the third one. I think that is a controversial protection, but uh, one that I believe they are protecting their future, especially yeah. with Steph and Clay potentially nearing the end of their career. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people would expect them to protect Andrew Wiggins, but uh, I believe they protected Poole not only to protect them in contract, which if the Seattle Supersonics happen to take on Andrew Wiggins, they take on his contract, and that is removed from the Warriors' contract. Yeah, book. so you got that also comes into considerations for some teams. They've got these big <clears throat> cap numbers, Kemba, and uh, they're just want to they want to leave those players so that you know they can get them off their books. Right. So some chance. of these teams might not be protecting those players that seem obvious, but they might just be playing the game right. Right. Thirdly, another playoff team of the Western Conference is the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers have a big two on their team that have been very popular the past couple years, which is Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, which they protected immediately. The third one, they had to think about, but they protected Terrence Mann, which Terrence Mann is obviously a great addition to this team and is somebody that you would want to keep for the future, especially with the question of, is Kawhi or Paul George going to be there in the future? Paul George, we're pretty sure. Kawhi, we're not so sure. And in, in the absence in the playoff of Kawhi, Terrence Mann stepped up. I think he had 38 points or something, which and was, was both remarkable. Ends of the floor. Remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. Fourth on the list is the Pelicans. Pete, you want to cover the Pelicans? Sure. So we have, um, this one was probably the easiest for them. Um, you know, Lonzo, he's a restricted free agent, which means if even if um, the uh, Supersonics were to give him a contract, you know, the, the Pelicans could match. The Pelicans' protection could match that. Yeah, right. So, and um, if they don't offer him a contract, does that mean that he automatically comes on to the Pelicans with their qualifying offer? Maybe. All right. I think Lonzo would be someone they would take anyway, but... Um, and then Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. You know, that's the three young core members of that team. Um... Even if Zion doesn't want to be there, he's protected. He's got to play there for at least one more year. So, Absolutely, absolutely. So the, the next team, we're going to go with another California team, which is the Sacramento Kings. They haven't been in the playoffs for a few years, but they are on the rise. So the players that they are protecting experience and show this, which is De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, and uh, I believe the third protection was Buddy Heald. They did go small with their protections, which some people may believe they should have protected Marvin Bagley. But with rumors out of their camp is that Marvin Bagley is not somebody they plan on keeping on and, that and team. And here's another thing. I know the Lakers are eyeing for Buddy Heald. So um, it being draft night, you know, you keep Heald, you could net more assets down the line if you keep him. It might so. be smart to protect some players, even if you're planning on trading them, because of what you get in the future. Right. I think the Kings are making a smart move there. Staying young, going with the guards, knowing where the league's at. And worst, worst case scenario, you got a shooter. And everyone loves shooters. There so. you go. Which, for was two or three seasons, he was at the same pace as Steph Curry yep. for a three-point percentage. And I believe so not when, a bad the, thing uh, when the uh, either the Pelicans acquired him, when the Pelicans drafted him, or the Kings acquired him, the owner said he's the best shooter since Steph Curry. So There you um, go. That's what they think of him. That could be true. I don't think so. Yep. But it could be true. Me neither. Let's go to one of the teams that was in the finals this year in the Western Conference. Okay. The Phoenix Suns. All right. Who did they protect this year? Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Miles Bridges. Mikael Bridges. I was going to say, was it yep. Miles Bridges? Uh, we're not in Charlotte. Okay. Yep. No, we're not in Charlotte, so it would be Mikael Bridges. Um, the the Bridge Brothers, what I like to call them. They do have a couple cams on the uh, bench that some people might think they should have protected. What do you think? Uh, I, you know, Cameron Johnson uh, did very well in the playoffs. He did. And, you know, it's someone you're going to have to risk because uh, Mikhail Bridges is, you know, a, a stealing machine. And, yeah, and on offense, he just provides more scoring than Cam Johnson does. Right. 
yeah, I think that was a smart three team, three uh, players to protect for the Phoenix Suns and uh, should be good moving forward. They did not protect Chris Paul, which means if he does opt out, he is out, or if they do opt him out, he is off their books, which mm-hmm. could help them in case they do lose somebody like a Cameron Johnson. Right. They can fill and up if with Seattle, the agent. if Seattle ends up taking Chris Paul, then you know that's forty five million off their books. There you go. Next. The next is another higher up seed in the Western Conference playoffs with the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: I used to live in Denver for a few years. You did. I you did. did, Dick. Even though I was there for thank you, yes. Well, even though, although I lived there for a few years, I never really became a fan of the team. I always liked them with Allen Iverson and Carmelo Anthony, but ever since then, you know, they just they have a couple players here and there. But let's just see who they protected, shall we? Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. It's you know it's bold of them to protect the MVP. In this uh, in this scenario, Jamal Murray, you mean? Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, you know, arguably one of the best centers in the league, um, Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. And I would say that we haven't seen quite enough yet of Jamal Murray, but we've seen quite a bit of him. We've seen a lot of him. We have seen almost quite... m- too much. There you go. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't think they wanted to blow it, so they did protect him, and then they protected <laughs> the MVP and Nikola Jokic, and then they did just trade a bunch of assets for a man named Aaron Gordon. So they do have some players that they did want to protect. You know, I thought they would take uh, Michael Porter Jr., but you're right; they did give up all these assets for Aaron Gordon. So you, I feel like. You've invested so much into him, you got to keep him. I agree. So, Aaron Gordon is the player that they chose to protect. Let's move on to the next team. I believe Memphis is the next team we were going to cover. Yeah, so uh, obviously, Ja. Ja's the one we want here. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., basically all the J's. So, you'd think, the next, one, you see, think the next one would be Jonas Valanciunas. Well, he was traded, so they can't, they can't use him. So, the third person they're going to take is Steven Adams, the guy they just traded for. Similar to the Nuggets, traded a lot of assets. You're going to want to protect them so those assets don't feel right. lost. Right, and for one of the best uh, you know, uh, driving point guards, crazy athletic, you get the best pick and roll center that you can get, um, the best picker, um, not the best packer, the best picker. The best picker. Yep, and uh, and. Stephen Adams. So, um, you know, uh, and fun, I always think Stephen Adams is somewhere in his 30s. He's 28 years old. Yeah, so he's he fits right into the you know, he's done the prime of his career, right into any young team that wants like a vet to go with them. Yeah, so. a team like the Minnesota Timberwolves, I feel like could have used a player like Stephen Adams, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, I know we were we're both big fans of his game. Yes, so big fans of his game. The next team we're going to cover is a Memphis. No, uh, no. We just did. We Memphis. just did. Memphis. We can do them again. We can do Dick. them again, but uh, you know what, Pete? I don't think we will. We are going to cover the Spurs, which unfortunately under Greg Popovich this is one of the rare times they did not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. However, they do have some young talent that is worth protecting. They protected Derek White, Dejounte Murray. They also protected Keldon Johnson, the Olympic, the Olympic player, the Olympian, so. Keldon Johnson. Some people might have been wanting them to take Lonnie Walker. But, uh, you know, that is a risk you're going to have to take when you have that young talent that yep. is so offensively explosive. Right. And somebody that's willing to represent your country. Right. Which we know Greg Popovich wants to represent because he's coaching. He's coaching. Yep, he's coaching his young gun over there. Absolutely. And then obviously we know DeJounte Murray's a great great young player. And then Derek White was one of the like the team leaders in, in scoring, assists, rebounds. Very popular amongst media members as well. Yep. Speaking of young guns, let's move to the team that has maybe the best young gun in the league. The Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Uh you're you're talking about uh Dory Finney Smith. I, I am think. talking about Dory Finney Smith, yes. Yeah. Um so Jalen Brunson is the other one. I believe um I'm I'm not sure if Rick Brunson is there now, his father. I know he was a he was a uh, Timberwolves assistant coach, 
Um, may have gotten fired, may have gotten let go. I'm not sure. I am unsure. I'm unsure as well. Um, but he does have the ties to Minnesota. And then obviously there's the Slovenian, if that's how you pronounce it, Slo- Slovenian. 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 Yep. Uh, Luka Doncic. Yeah, absolutely. In my opinion, the best young player in the NBA. If you want to count Giannis as a young player, which sure. you probably should, you could say Giannis. But uh, in terms of all-around game, shooting, every, everything included, Luka Doncic is probably the next best player. Right. You know, he did he did what he could to try to beat the Clippers, but just a one-man army can't beat a... And they had some injuries there that didn't, hurt, didn't right. help. And they did have one player, their second-best scorer, absolutely not show up in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Which, funnily enough, they did not protect him. Maybe that's a sign for things to come. Mm-hmm. The next team is the Utah Jazz. We've had a lot of storylines with the Utah Jazz off the court this season. We're just going to avoid those and talk about who they protected. Number one is Spida, which is Donovan Mitchell, their best player mm-hmm. in quite a while. Uh, the next player that they protected was sixth man of the year, Jordan Clarkson. Maybe as a protection, he moves up to the starting lineup, especially averaging 18 points per game. Off the bench. Yeah, I would I would expect him to have an increased role, especially if they lose someone like uh, Boyan uh, Bogdanovich. Bo- Bo- that Boyan? Boyan, yeah. Uh, and he was somebody I thought they would protect, but at 32 years of age, maybe they're fine letting him go. Yeah, I think you take the younger player in this in this scenario. You know, um, if the, the Supersonics are going to want to take these young players to try to like grow their team. Um, so I think it's a smart move taking the sixth man of the year. And then uh, lastly, they are one of the few teams that protect their big, and they protect Rudy Gobert. Sure, so, I mean defensive that's player of the year two times, three times, whether seven he deserved times. it or not. Whether he deserved it or not, in the playoffs he did not prove to deserve that. But you know, <clears throat> winning it a few times, maybe it's off name. You know, and the odds of them taking him is probably like negative twenty-five to one. Right, so uh, maybe they would have been better off protecting somebody else. But I think this is a gesture of goodwill towards a player that. Uh, you know, it's one of those guys that maybe they protected him so that they could get some more assets in the future, since sure. we know that Spida and Rudy do not get along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, there are, will be some teams in the Eastern Conference next week that we do believe will have a couple situations now similar. Now, is, uh, is, would Ben Simmons be protected even though he's on his rookie uh, rookie year? Well, Ben Simmons, um, he is actually an exception to the rule, considering every year he's in the NBA, he is in his rookie year. Got it. Uh, the next team is one of our favorites to cover, even though they do break our hearts, not just every year, but every day. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, and this one this one was also very easy. Um, you know, they're taking the big three, um, two of which the Philadelphia 76ers would want in any trade for Ben Simmons, as well as uh, four first-round picks and three pick swaps. I think that'd be a start. Yeah, that's a good start there. Um, so, we're, taking, we're protecting Cat, the franchise player. We're uh, protecting the person we traded a lot for. Or they traded a lot for because we don't aren't part of the Timberwolves. Even though at all. we should be the owner of the Timberwolves, we are not. Right. So uh, they're going to protect D'Angelo Russell. You know, good sure. friends with Cat, and they're going to protect the uh, the rookie of the year, Anthony Edwards. Great choices, Minnesota. They also uh, Leandro Bomaro. Uh, they're gonna he's he's coming over. He'll be in his rookie deal. He's protected. He does not need to be protected. So uh, they. He, can't, he cannot be taken from them. So exactly. even if they were to lose somebody like D'Angelo Russell, had they not protected him, they would have a point guard of the future. Sure. Uh, but yeah, they didn't protect him. There were a few players, because the Timberwolves are primarily just young potential, there are a few players that they are scared to lose that they most likely will. Yeah. The Oklahoma City Thunder, the team with all the assets but no talent except for maybe one player. Yeah. So uh, SGA, 
Uh, you know, he's been tossed around in basically every discussion for a number one pick or a number two pick or a number three pick or a number four pick or a number five pick. Basically anything right, in the yes. lottery, he's his name's been attached to Even though to nobody it. in the lottery will most likely have a 25-5-5 career average. Yeah, but they, want, they either want to get rid of him or teams want him. I'm not sure. I think they want to get rid of him considering they they offer for number one. They just want more assets. They don't want players. If they can, they would have picks listed in their starting lineup, I believe. Exactly. Who else did they protect? Lou Dort? Lou Dort. Yeah. He was another great young player that looks like he was up and coming. I wonder what they would want to trade for him. The Thunder? The Thunder. They would take any picks, I think. I think so, too. Any picks whatsoever. Uh, And then they also had another young big Another team that was looking at a young big that had potential, uh, Basley, which is not Bagley. He's yeah. Basley. Which... No, I would have uh, Zvi McKeekalichuk, but yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that name, so we didn't put him on there. Zvi. Yeah. Zvi. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Maladon was another player they considered protecting. However, they went with a big because they noticed the other teams weren't protecting bigs, and they thought right. maybe with a young big, we could actually make a wave in this league. Mm-hmm. Even or though they were planning to trade him for more tra- picks. Considering other teams would need a big, they were thinking they might be able to keep Basley to trade for picks. Exactly. Sam Presti, always thinking 10 steps ahead, never thinking about his next move. Mm-hmm. The final team of the Western Conference's picks or protections are the Portland Trailblazers. Lots of headlines around the Portland Trailblazers because they're looking to trade multiple players and potentially blow it up. Well, all of the players that they protected were players that they were potentially going to trade. Dame Lillard, Mm -hmm. Dame Dalla, which I think they would want more than a Dalla for Dame. CJ McCollum and Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah. Imagine uh, imagine what the Nuggets could have done if they would have kept Nurkic. They could have just bodied everyone. I think they would be really good, and they would have been a big team to be able to play against somebody like the Suns or the Bucks and be able to handle those bigs down low. Exactly. Anyway, that's it for the protections. Let's move on to see who did the Seattle Supersonics, the, fifth, the 16th team in the Western Conference, who did they decide to take? Now I think we're only uh, you know a couple seconds away here from the commissioner coming out, uh, coming out there on stage, and uh, announcing the pick. So oh, oh, there he is. Let's there he listen is. in. Adam, what's up? With the first pick in the 2021 Western Conference NBA expansion draft, the Seattle SuperSonics select Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins for the first pick. So Andrew Wiggins with the first pick. That was kind of a no-brainer. Probably yeah. the best player available outside of some maybe some free agents they could target. Right. Uh, and you got to fill up your cap space somehow. Absolutely. Um, so why not just with a thirty million right off the gate? Right off the gate. Absolutely. I don't think right people are too surprised by taking Andrew Wiggins. You weaken a Western Conference playoff team. Good right. to play by the Sonics. One of there. the one of the best teams. You know, and if they get Clay back, it's going to be scary. So Absolutely. And you take away a potential trade piece for Ben Simmons, which we know they were eyeing. Smart pick taking Andrew Wiggins. Right. I like that pick. I do too. Oh, here's the commissioner with the second pick. With their second selection, the Seattle Supersonics take Cameron Johnson. All right, weakening another strong playoff team, taking Cam Johnson with pick number two. Seattle Supersonic Cam Johnson. All right. So I like the sound of that already. You know, he uh, he showed out in the playoffs, and um, you know, a nice young player to team up with your Absolutely. already young player. Yes. So 
Uh, very excited. Uh, they got to be pretty ecstatic so far how this is shaking. Two forwards. Out. Looks like they are going wing heavy to start. Be strong in the wings and uh, the forward position, which is smart in today's NBA. Sure. Number three. Oh, looks like number third pick. They're going my quick here. He's already out here with the third pick. The Supersonics' third selection is Dylan Brooks. They're taking Brooks out of Memphis. Dylan Brooks. Dillian Dill. I don't know what Brooks. his name yeah. is. So, yeah, they're taking a strong scorer. He absolutely demolishes terrible teams like the Timberwolves. Yeah, and there was a lot of a lot of scores right around that that kind of that salary. And that mid-level contract, that right. 10, somewhere between 8 and 12 million. Yeah. I believe he's around 11. I think that's a smart pick. You get a good guard. You get a strong scorer. A good shooter because Wiggins and Cam are not the best shooters. It's good. They have their primary shooter now. Sure. Sure. I like that. Oh, here's Mr. Silver with number four. With their fourth pick, the Seattle Supersonics select Josh Hart. Josh Hart. You know, he did want a uh, he did want to change his scenery. And, you know, uh, the Seattle Supersonics hurt him. They did. They didn't hurt him. They heard him. Yeah. 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 I think that's smart. I think he's probably going to be there. It's, he might be their backup, or he might be their starting point guard, or starting to or starting point guard next to Brooks. We're not sure, sure but I think he's probably going to be that six man. He does play that six man role really well. Right. And you know they they, they took it to heart. They took it to Hart. Right. They took it to Hart, and now Hart can take it to them. Exactly. Here comes Adam again, our good old friend. Why doesn't he just stay out here at this point? At this point, he might as well. There's no trades either, yeah. so just stand there, Adam. We're the only ones. What are you doing? No one else is here. It's just us. That's the way they're I at like the, it. They're all at the uh, the NBA draft. They're at the NBA draft. We went to the more exciting expansion draft. Yeah, we get free nachos. I think they have free nachos over there. Oh, here he goes. He waited for us. Thank you, Adam. With their fifth selection in the 2021 NBA expansion draft for the Western Conference, the Seattle Supersonics select Marvin Bagley III. All right, and uh, with the number five pick, it looks like they did decide to go big. This could be their starting center, could be their backup power forward, but they went with the young Marvin Bagley the third. Sure, I know he was quite unhappy with the Kings. The Kings were quite unhappy, unhappy with, with him. him. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, it's a good player. Maybe just getting him out of there, moving him to Seattle, <laughs> and uh, just you know, it's a good entertainment center. I know he has a rap career. You don't have to. You don't have to decide if you want to pay him now. No, absolutely. The Kings don't. They no. can just they can just like send them out to Seattle, let them pay him, and you know you can uh, you can take Halliburton and Fox and healed and just kind of run with them absolutely and you know they have some young talent they also with that with Bagley's contract freed up the Kings can now look for a free agent big and Seattle can look if Bagley turns out to be as good as he could potentially be they got a steal here I think yeah and if they get some extra picks I'm sure OKC would want to trade Basley absolutely so they could do Basley or Bagley and a couple picks for Basley if exactly. the OKC decides to do so yeah. very smart very smart Seattle and uh Commissioner, number six, let's hear it. With their sixth selection, the Supersonics take Ivica Zubats. Zu, Zu, Zubak? Zubat? Zub. Guess who's Zubak, man? Zubak again. Yeah. Ivica Zubats for yeah. the, the sixth pick. I think that's a. You're taking from another playoff team. Abs not only is it another playoff team, but this is another big. Where we saw a lot of playoff teams struggle was down low in the paint, mm -hmm. especially against the Bucks, who could pot quite potentially be the final team in the East next year that they're going against. So that's assuming Seattle makes it that far. But uh, with this team, I don't see that happening. Mm -hmm. However, with Zubats and Bagley and Johnson, you have a solid 
big men down low. Big, solid men, mm -hmm. which is what we love. <clears throat> Speaking of big, solid men, Commissioner Silver with the next pick. Seattle with their seventh selection take, Jackson Hayes. So they're taking another big. Another big. Also, another young big. Mm -hmm. they're, they're keeping young, which is smart. Um, they can they could you know sign vets in free agency. They could sign young young players in free agency. No one knows, but they're gonna go with Jackson Hayes. Love that pick. I'm a big fan of Jackson Hayes. So they take two centers back to back here. How do you think the starters are gonna shape out here? Um, I really think that Zubats is probably since he has that big contract, he'll probably start. Jackson Hayes, if he shows potential in practice, maybe outdoes Zubats. He could probably move up to that starting center role. Bagley most likely will be behind Cam Johnson for those bigs. But there's a really good competition between them. When we look at the contract... Oh, wait, so he's coming out again. With the 8th selection in the 2021 expansion draft, the Seattle Supersonics select Jaden McDaniels. Oh, and here we go. This one hurts. This one hurts as a Timberwolves fan. But they took the young gun, Jaden McDaniels. Many people in the NBA draft tonight are looking for Jaden McDaniels to be traded for a lottery pick. The Timberwolves don't look like they're jumping at any of those. Right. But, uh... I know the saying goes, potential gets you fired, but his potential could be could be limitless. He can know. play the two, three, or four, right. and in a small ball lineup, potentially plays a very small five. Yeah, and he can, uh, you know, he's only 6'9". He's kind of a string bean, um, but his shooting's there. His defense is there. Um, you know, he just needs a little bit more and confidence. his drive is there. His yeah. drive to do well is there. I'm right. loving that. Right. See, I've got a really good pick here. I, I do I agree I agree really there are pick. a few players on the Timberwolves even though they're not a great team there were a few good players to pick from right Mr. Silver here he comes look at that walk oh my god he just changed suits is he copying Mac Jones I don't know with their ninth selection the Supersonics select and Fernay Simons all right another good player that I'm a big fan of and Fernay Simons he could play the one two or three with being such a tall point guard he's very young I think this is the youngest gonna be the youngest player on their team I believe Jackson Hayes is also quite young I think he may be 20 years old as well that's an unbelievable unbelievable especially with such talent again potential gets you fired but with a brand new team an expansion team potential is all that you're looking for I don't for. even think they have a coach yet or a front office Which, I don't know if how you're they're hiring, drafting I don't Richard know how Little and Peter Smalls are ready for you. Well, and Fernay Simons could be starter, could be backup. In my opinion, he's so young and he does well when he goes in. Give him that starting role and let him see what he can do with those other scorers. Sure. He's more of a distributor anyway. Right. Let's see what Silver has for the last paint. With the final selection of the Western Conference expansion draft, the Seattle Supersonics select Talon Horton Tucker. Horton, another playoff team this team is especially after this rust trade this team is hurting for depth this could turn out to be very successful for the seattle supersonics in hurting the los angeles T lakers sure. talen horton tucker wonderful player wonderful wonderful pick wonderful pick as well right so they're going young again again i, I think, think the oldest player on their team might be zubats yeah um, it might be might be that as well um, so look for them. Uh, look for them in free agency to maybe go after some vets. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so, so that concludes the expansion draft. Yeah, it's amazing they did that in like fifteen minutes or so. They just did all it's that incredible. in fifteen minutes. Absolutely unbelievable. Incredible. They should do the regular draft that way. I know, since be... we all know who everybody's taking anyway. Exactly.
<clears throat> so uh, they got five spots left. I'm not sure the cap number. Uh, let's see here. Do do do. Eighty-five point four million dollars. Only in 10 players. That leaves them with $29.6 million to spend on their last five bench so I'm players for them vets. to uh, looking for them to go after a vet point guard. Uh, maybe uh, to improve at the center position. Uh, maybe maybe go after a Andre Drummond or a Mike Conley. Uh, maybe Reg a Dennis Schroeder or a Reggie right. Jackson. Yeah, you got some money to spend here, $29.6. Um, you also got that mid-level exception to use. Um, no bird rights, though. No. So... Um, they got some room to work with, so I'd like to see uh, what happens with the East draft next week, and then we can maybe we can uh, compare these two new expansion teams and just see who just got the who got the better end of the stick. With the depth of the Western Conference, I think the favorites would be the Western team, but I am excited to see that Eastern team because you might be surprised. Yeah, we don't even know where it's located out of. I want to say Kansas City. I believe it was Kansas City somewhere in the southeast. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, where they decide to go. They're still in deliberation, but it'll be great to see who they Why take. Why do they go all the way up to the deadline there, Dick? I don't understand. Um, you know, it's just the way that Adam Silver likes to run the league. Mm. Anyway, that concludes the GGSN coverage of the Western Conference <laughs> NBA expansion draft. I believe this was an exciting night. I don't know why they're even focusing on the NBA draft. This is much more interesting. And uh, thank you for watching with us. You know, in, uh, they'll be seeing more of us. You know, they'll see us next week. Um, the GGSN has been very nice to us, and we're glad that they could uh, they could bring both of us in. Um, we've been doing our Lord kids. knows we had nothing to do. Yeah, we had, we had nothing to do. Um, we've been doing uh, kids' softball games. Um boot hockey tournaments speaking of kids thank you to my eight-year-old son for letting us film in this room i'm sorry the studio is getting disinfected due to covid yeah we've been together uh we've been quarantined together in the same uh um, studio apartment well, we live in the same home so we do not, did not have to worry about social distancing right so um yeah hopefully ggsn has some more for us going forward we're very thankful to them we're very thankful to you and uh, we'll return you to your uh, regular scheduled programming. Which I'm sure is just as good. Wow, that was some great stuff from GGSN. Uh, you know, I've watched them before. I was actually at one of their, their softball games that they, that they were doing. And they were amazing during that, too. So, um, I hope you guys liked that as much as we liked that. I loved it. It I was that well was worth the $200. Absolutely. I would have given them more. I would have, too. Yeah. Um... So yeah, very entertaining. I hope we uh, uh, like. I know that they're GGSN's coming out with like a membership thing, so maybe we could sign up for that. I will. Um, I think I will. Okay. I think it's not even that expensive, so I'll yeah. probably give them some money. Right. Uh, but you know that was some good basketball stuff. Let's finish off with a little bit more basketball news before okay. we move on. And you know they um they they talked about Westbrook hypothetically being a Laker. Uh, well, between them saying that and the end of that thing. End of that, uh, you know, the draft. Uh, He's officially? It's, it's finalized. Absolutely. So. And what he was traded for a first round pick, KCP, Kuzma, Kuzma, and, and Montrez Harrell. Yeah. So, so the Wizards got a lot better, surrounded Bradley Beal, because I know that they said that their goal was to surround Bradley Beal with talent. Sure. So they get and Bradley they got Beal, Montrez Harrell. And they, <laughs> and they got Montrez Harrell. So. And then a future first, Lakers are really giving up all their picks. Yeah. Um, speaking of people giving up picks, the 
Grizzlies traded Valanchunas, and they received Stephen Adams. Uh, Valanchunas ten and forty. Uh, it was Valanchunas seventeen and fifty one. Okay. And then in return they got Stephen Adams, 10, Eric Bledsoe, ten. 40, and a 2022 first. Yeah. I feel like Memphis won that in a landslide. Yeah, so Steven Adams, in my opinion, is a better defensive player than yeah. Valanchunas. But you're getting Bledsoe, too. So you're getting an offensive He's going to be your per- sixth man, probably. Yeah. So. Or was uh, he going to start? John no, Moran starting Brooks. point guard. So. Dylan Brooks, D. Brooks. Yeah, so yeah, so you get Bledsoe off the oh, bench. No, Brooks got drafted by the Sonics. Remember that's true. So he'll he'll be in there instead of Brooks. Right. Very cool. And then um, the picks just seem like ten is very good. Yeah. So you're moving up seven, and you're moving up eleven, and you get a twenty. And you get another pick, and you get younger at center. Yeah. So I'm I'm a very fan of Memphis. Memphis is uh Memphis what they've done so far. And let me just uh, check my handy dandy thing here. Handy dandy. Wow, no check out that yeah, handy so dandy thing. Nice, right? So, um, you have to turn your here. sideways. So, with that, they got um, Zaire Williams with their number 10 pick. Um, that they have. That's good. So, so, and we're still waiting for their 17th pick, but um, they don't have 17. So yeah. They traded that. But 10 and, yeah, they got Zaire Williams. So, Zaire Williams, a future first. 40. Steven Adams, number 40, and Bledsoe for Valanchunas, and then they got rid of 17 and 51. Yeah. Which, I believe the Sixers got pick 52 or 54 or something for cash consideration, so 51 is probably not going to be that valuable. Right. So, yeah. I think Memphis won that in a landslide. Not even close. Uh, We covered Lakers. We covered... Oh, Speaking of the Sixers, did you see how much they were asking for Ben Simmons? In case anybody was wondering why he wasn't traded yet, um, he was. They were looking for seven first-round picks, four hey firsts, now, hey and now. three swaps, yeah. four picks straight up, and then their rights to or their ability to swap three times, three times. So, um, so they're looking for if one team was involved, if it's just a one one team wants Simmons, it's going to have to be. 22 first round pick, 24, 26, 28. And then swaps for 30. I think 30. they can do swaps multiple years in a row, right? Possibly. So then it would be 29, 30, 31. Yeah. Or 30, 32, 34. Sure. So you're potentially mortgaging your franchise till the 30, year 34 just for well, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons be for a guy that's going to shoot 40% of free throws in the playoffs for you, not be able to shoot outside of three feet. Yeah. That's not worth it. Not at all. So now we know why the Sixers haven't traded Ben Simmons because well, I mean, their value the f- for him is more than Anthony Davis. Yeah, you know, Anthony Davis was worth roughly six first-round picks if yep. you include the players that were drafted in the first round. So, yeah, Simmons is worth more than Anthony Davis. Yeah. So then if the Lake could the Lakers technically have traded Anthony Davis and Kyle Kuzma for Ben Simmons? I mean, that's what they would have asked for. Yeah. So, so yeah, Sixers... Out of their minds. Out of their minds. Out of their minds. And that will be it for the NBA news. Yeah, so very short. We had that broadcast, which took up a big chunk of the uh, the GGSN podcast. Which the once, great GGSN Once again, I love, love what they do there. Me too. Um, really an up-and-coming, yeah. um, way better than like ESPN2 and those yeah. sorts of things. So. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, but since we talked about NBA, let's move on to another sport we love, football, because that tennis. is right around tennis and golf. Because mm. um, football's right around the corner. It's it's here. It's training camp started. We're we're ready. People, go, they're slinging it. Preseasons in a month. People are asking for trades. People. People are asking for trades. You know who's asking for a trade? Who? Chandler Jones is one player. Okay. And Xavier Howard. Wow. Yeah. Xavier Howard, very professional in his. Yep. Uh, basically just saying, I don't want to be here. Um, I don't feel respected. He's not the highest paid DB on the Dolphins even. Right. So, so he just wants to leave because he feels disrespected and he feels like he needs to get paid for what he's worth and um, doesn't believe he's getting what he, he needs. Also, um, he said that him and his agent... Uh, Conversed with uh, the Dolphins' front office in regards to putting more money up front in return to giving them more flexibility. Um, in the future. more flexibility, yeah, to bring in more free agents, mm-hmm. and they just shot that down. Yeah. Very similar to um, you know, we'll just get this out of the way. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers deal, how Aaron Rodgers wanted to you know, and listening to um, you know Aaron Rodgers' little speech or whatever. Yeah, he would. She should want out. You yeah, know, for someone that is that important to your franchise, the longest tenured Packer in history. Yeah, yeah. and just consistent top ten, top five, top three. Yeah. Uh, you can. He's uh, been. He's older than the head coach. He's been there longer than most of the people. So I'm on the side of Aaron Rodgers. I'm on yep. the side of Xavier Howard. However, this third player, Chandler Jones, who's asking, the only reason he was asking for a trade is because J.J. Watt's getting paid more than him and he feels uncomfortable with a new guy from another team coming in and getting paid more. Um, while I do want to side with him, I tend to side with the players. Uh, I don't necessarily like that. Why not just ask for a restructure of your contract if right. that's really the problem? Right. Um, why immediately ask for a trade unless he's... The real reason is that he's looking for a different team, maybe winning a championship, and that's just the reason he's giving. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought that was a little weird. However, Xavier Howard, I like the way he handled it. The uh, and I like the way Aaron Rodgers uh, handled it. The Chandler it. Jones, I like the way they both did too. The Chandler Jones thing, um, he's got ammunition to be like, "Hey, I I want more money. Can we can we get me more money?" Because I think since being traded to the Cardinals, he has the most sacks uh, in the NFL since that. Sacks. Okay, I, I misheard you there. Yeah, I mean maybe the other one too. <laughs> he might. Right. So, he might. Um, bring back the party boat or the. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, um, so those are the players asking for trades. Uh, there's some other news and like re-signings and that sort of thing. Logan Thomas. Got he was on my ex- fantasy team last year. Yeah, he actually did quite well for you last year. Very good. Um, he got an extension. Quarterback turned tight end. Success story. I like when I actually see a player change positions and it goes well for them. Yeah. Um, like Taiwan Jones for the uh, Raiders. I, sure. I believe he's on the Bills now. He had a, t- a position. Um, I don't like seeing the failures. Like Tyrell Pryor had one for one year. Um, you know, you got a few of those players that change positions. Byron Marshall is one right now. They're right. just not doing well. Um, it's nice to see somebody like Logan Thomas do well. And sure. Logan Thomas, they actually expected Dak Prescott to do the Logan Thomas thing and trade to tight end. Some people wanted him to do that. Obviously, Dak <coughs> would have been a better quarterback. But, right. um, yeah, Logan Thomas killed it. Uh, and I think he will continue to do so. Probably someone I'm looking at in fantasy. Um, I believe it was I another Washington football team, Jonathan Allen. Uh, Four-year, $72 million defensive lineman. So another good pick there. He's a first-round rusher up the middle, interior defensive lineman. Sure. Don't really need to go into that one too much. He's just a really good player. Right. Four-year, $72 million, It honestly feels like a great value. Right. So good pick. Yeah, and outside of those extensions. 
that's really it for the NFL. Uh, outside of some local Vikings news, we have some good amount of Vikings news. We'll go over that later, um, just because not everybody wants to wa- that watches this wants to watch Viking stuff. Love a little from snippet of where the Minnesota stuff is. Mm-hmm. We cover uh, Twins. I saw we had start, a... started with that. We cover Timberwolves, uh, Vikings, Twins, couple. Yeah, and I saw stories. one of our viewers of episode four was from Seattle, so they might not want to be watching Vikings. So. Sure. Um, yeah, we'll be covering that at the That's, end. Thank goodness they got coverage of the Seattle Supersonics. Yeah, then. there you go. So, They're going to love it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll move on from the NFL. Little transition. We like to go sports and then finish with nerdy stuff. Well, the perfect little uh, median there is a sports video game. We've mentioned that a few times. This is one uh, Madden. Madden yeah, is, you did a little uh, bit of Madden news in, uh, I think, the first or second podcast. And then we've done one uh, recently. We talked about some Madden shortly. We talked about scouting last week. Right. Uh, well, the Madden ratings are starting to be released. Okay. And just like every year, they're causing a havoc everywhere. Okay. And except this year, it seems to be abnormally stupid. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, they came up with the top ten running backs, top ten uh, defensive backs, Wide safeties receivers. and corners. Uh, top 10 wide receivers, top 10 edge rushers. Okay. Interior D linemen, I think, too. They did? They might have, yeah. They did. Um, yeah. I, I've Pretty been possible. so frustrated with some of them. You missed it. That I, I think I missed some of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's just cover some of that. All right. Wide receiver. Wide receiver was the first one that came out. Was the first one that came out. And uh, 99 Club. 99 Club. Shout out. Is uh, not DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Uh, or the wide receiver won last year, Tyree Kill. Or Tyree Kill. No, 99 Club is Devontae Adams. Which, well deserved. You know, right, but deserved. you could honestly give Devontae, DeAndre, and um, Tyree Kill. Tyreek. Yeah. You could give them all yeah. nine, 99. Yeah. You could give it to most of those top-end guys. Could be 99. 98 is too low for DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. And so, just, you know. And if Tyree Kill's a 98 as well, you might as well at just that point. because somebody is a 99 doesn't mean you can't give somebody else a 99 right so i thought that was so dumb uh adam thielen 14 touchdowns last year not a so top 10 I wide look, receiver i looked this up i wanted to compare it to something um so i looked up deandre hop or Devontae Devontae adams. adams in tw- in 2019 his 2019 2020 season so it would have been his madden 20 rating and uh Something along the lines of um, like 87 receptions for 1,100 yards and five touchdowns. That was Devontae? That was what Devontae had. And Thielen had 74 catches for almost 1,000 yards and 14 touchdowns. So I thought that was very similar. In Madden 20, Devontae was a 92. And I believe Thielen is lower than an 89. Right? So... um, would you? What's what's more important to the Madden? Um, you mean Thielen is lower than eighty nine now, even though his numbers were better than numbers, Devontae in twenty nineteen. Yeah, so I mean, you're losing 10, 10 receptions, um, but you also have nine more touchdowns. Yeah, which is insane. So, yeah, so I I think he should be right around ninety two. Yep. Um, and if the, if the yardage and the receptions is more important, then he should be a 91. Yep. So he should have been on that on that list. So I thought that was the biggest thing that came from the, not just because we're Minnesota fans, 
Um, there were a lot of comments saying that Adam Thielen was snubbed. They were saying there was a lot of people saying Justin Jefferson was snubbed. I don't. I think Jefferson one year in the league you can't put him in like the nineties. Right. right. But Adam Thielen uh, has earned that. I don't think a lot of players care about Madden ratings, but a lot do. Uh, saying that he's not even a ninety overall is disrespectful, considering right. he's probably the touchdown leader or a touchdown leader over yeah. the past five years. Sure. Um, Julio Jones hasn't played a full season in a while, and right. he's like a 94. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper was, was on 93. And I think he had like four touchdowns last year. Yeah. So, and they gave him, I think Amari Cooper was like one of the highest route running. Yeah. Stephon Diggs so. was up there, which he deserved. Stephon but, Diggs, yeah. Um, Diggs there was a lot was of players that deserved, but Amari Cooper should, was too high. Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins were too low. Ty, uh, Adam Thielen was too low. Michael Thomas was too high. He hasn't played, and he's out again. Yeah, Keenan Keenan's been health been healthy the last couple of years. Keenan's been doing. They well. did specific stats. They did like route running and broke those down. Who's the top ten in each of these specific stats? We won't really go into those. Um, but they did happen to mention that they do not lower overall players' overalls by injury. Okay. So there's no reason why somebody would um, get a lower in, uh, lower overall due to injury, which is why. Um, J.J. Watt didn't go down in overall, right. and it's why uh, a couple other players didn't re- reduce. However, Daniil Hunter was not a top 10 overall, Yeah, and there's no reason why he shouldn't. He's, yeah, if, injury, if, if injuries in- don't matter, then why then, is he not right. in the 90s? Right. So, which means he's not even like an 89, again, and he's also not in the top 10 for power moves. Even though his arms are bigger than my head, right? Uh, I don't understand that. Um, another, there was another edge rusher who wasn't in the top ten. Who I think Joey Bosa or Nick Bosa might not have been in. They it. both were. They, they were both, both were in there. it. Or power rush, you mean? For overall, yeah, overall they both were. They okay, were like eight and nine. Well, there were some other players that like I don't want to focus on the Vikings because obviously that's who I'm most sour about. But uh, yeah, there were a few players that didn't make it into the top 10 that should have the safeties however was the most angering for me like that was the only one where i like felt a genuine reaction um harrison smith was like an 80 something 90 90 or not. i just looked it up so, so harrison 90, 90 when he should be like an at least a 94 Wasn't like like a year ago he was like a 97 he was the, the number highest? one overall safety yeah. last year and he didn't get worse yeah. He had a couple interceptions, even. So Tyron Matthew is the top safety, um, Super Bowl winning, right? Who's super good. So, uh, but Buda Jesse Baker. Bates was only a ninety-one. Buda Baker was the second highest, which I don't think Buda Baker is the second best safety in the league. You could argue with me that Jesse Bates is, but he was number five or six. Justin Simmons. Justin was Simmons on was there. right below Jesse Bates. I think he was the same as Jesse Bates. Um, Adrian Amos, Eddie Jackson. However, Minka Fitzpatrick was an eighty-nine. Yeah, I still that one was. Minka that Fitzpatrick one was statistically was the number one safety last yeah. year. And he was an 89. I thought that was the worst, the most egregious pick, egregious pick this year. A lot of Steelers Minka. fans were very upset with that. But then they, they, should have, be. Uh, they had T.J. Watt at a 94. They also had T.J. So, Watt at 94. And Cam Hayward for the defensive ends yeah. was like a 94. Yeah. So so they had a couple players that were rated well. But Minka Fitzpatrick deserves uh, in the 90s. The fact that he's not even a 90 flat was one of the most right. 
just abysmal choices they've ever could have made. It was like made. 87 or something. Yeah, I think it was 87, 88. Yeah. Um, just terrible. Right. Um, but yeah, the safeties were the one I was most upset about. Um, John Johnson also was a top defensive back last year. Wasn't in the top 10. Uh, the, I'm just not sure where they decided um, what to do. They, they say certain players don't lose overall due to injury, but it's clear that they do. They say they don't favor certain team, but it's clear that they do. Um, another big question mark in regards to the Madden ratings were their running backs. Yeah. Um, not only this is the one that kind of e- e- explained more of the like uh, small running back uh, ratings, not just speed or it's they had break tackle, they had uh, change of direction, change of direction, stuff like that, and um, Dalvin Cook was the number Four. running back two last year. Yep. Um, Derrick Henry was running back one. Yep. Um, Derrick Henry was running back one. That. You know, I'm just going to say that again. Derrick Henry was running back one. With over 2,000 yards. Yeah. Yep. So uh, he was the second best halfback. On the ratings? Yep. Yeah, he was number two. Yeah. At a 98. 96. Or 90, sorry, yeah. 96. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, Derrick Henry is, uh, you know, 6'3", like 200. I don't even know what he is. Yeah, I think Derrick Henry was somewhere around 240, have 250. You, have you seen... You've seen some of Derrick Henry's highlights. Yeah. And he's an impossible guy to Which tackle. is why he's the number one stiff arm. Yeah. Because of him sending Josh Norman, and uh, I can't remember the other player, just yeah. into other worlds with his arm. Yep. But he doesn't have the highest break tackle. He does not have the highest break tackle. Um, Alvin Kamara doesn't even have a top 10 change of direction, yeah. even though he might be one of the shiftiest backs yeah. in the league for the past 10 years. And Dalvin does, which Dalvin has the highest However, Dalvin is slower than Derrick Henry, Yeah, and he's not even in the top 10 running backs for speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Alvin Kamara not being in the top 10 for change of direction. So, Chubb was the number one in break tackle. Yeah, which I, I didn't really get. I didn't understand. Like, Chubb's a great running back, but he's not 6'3", 280 pounds. Um, somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter, so not sure exactly how accurate it would be. but uh, Somewhere between 90 to 95% accurate, most likely. <laughs> he, uh, they said that the Browns saw the lowest amount of decrease in overall ratings and the largest amount of increase in overall ratings. So they're calling it the Brown Bias. Okay. Um, I thought that was interesting, considering... Um, Edge Rusher? <laughs> 99 overall or 98 overall Miles Garrett, mm-hmm. um, but they don't lower players due to injury. Yeah. So. Uh, which is why Christian McCaffrey's number one. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we had a lot of uh, things with Madden that the ratings kind of were a little off. Um, I think it they need to go more in depth. You can have a larger team doing it, or. You know, maybe test it out. I think I've pitched this before, like, five years ago. Um, pull the fans, and once you get at least a few thousand responses for certain players, average it out. So, again, you're going to have to increase the size of your team. And Lord knows EA makes enough money. You could right. use a 1% of the mutt earnings and probably able to pay your entire ratings team um average those out and then for the that once those like averages of maybe the top 10 players 
Um, maybe that's who the, the fans only do the top 10 players, the top 20 players. You average those out. And then all the other players and the smaller like ratings that they don't necessarily care about, like uh, wide receivers throw power, right. those can be done by your team of 50 or 100 people, and that's it. Like, yeah, uh, They need to do something different because every year the ratings are bad, and it's not just, oh, you can't make everybody happy. Like It's a legitimate... There's always like a top comment underneath the ratings... With better rate, like here's right. what we should, what it should be. Another written. thing that I have a problem with is that um, it seems like they can all the Madden, the Madden Madden ratings adjusters, they only have like they're like we can only have one good player. Mm-hmm. Like we only have like there can only be one ninety nine. Somebody has to be a ninety nine to show that they're the best. Well, it's like no, two ninety nines doesn't mean you're saying that there's no best player. You're just saying they're on the same tier. Yeah, yeah, I, and I agree with that. And if you really need to have somebody be the best, bring back 100 overall ratings. Right. Bring back, like, so you have 299. Say you DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams are both 99. Give DeAndre 100 overall spectacular catch, and that's the difference. Right. Give Devontae Adams 100 catching. Sure. There's your difference. Like, right. Then you still have players that are the same overall, but you can say one is better than the other right. in ratings-wise. So, like... Sure, like DeAndre Hopkins catching traffic could be a 100. Absolutely. Because... Derrick Henry's break tackle could be a hundred. Hmm. Oh no, he's not even Chubb. Chubb's break. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Kamara's uh, change, change of direction should be an eighty. <laughs> Kamara's jumping should be a ninety-nine. He broke the record for the vertical jump previously set by Adrian for Peterson. Touchdowns. Gosh. See, and that's another thing. Like we're the we're Vikings fans, so we probably don't like Saints or Alvin Kamara. Right. We think Alvin Kamara needs to be way higher. Yeah. Like, come yeah, on. No, he should. He's, Running back four, maybe he'd like. And in, in fantasy football, he'd we, be running back four. We had a comment on our last video asking us who would we take number one overall in our fantasy football draft. I said you could make an argument for Alvin Kamara to be your number one pick. Right. I said I would take Christian McCaffrey just because I took him last year and he screwed me over. You got to second place though. I did take second, but, but he, Kamara also screwed you over. Yeah, because Kamara was the person I went against in the final. Um, but Christian McCaffrey, no way he'll get injured for a full season again, so he'll come back. Um, but then I said Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. You yep. can make an argument for any of those four. Yep. Alvin Kamara should have been higher. Um, yeah, I don't want to go into it too much. We already talked about it a lot. so Yeah, we'll, we'll probably have a Madden segment coming up when we get the full ratings. Absolutely. We can really do like a deep dive into what we think is wrong, incorrect, mm-hmm. what should be better. We'll also have uh, more Mount Rushmore in the future, more All-Starters, and some fantasy football stuff very soon. Fantasy football probably starting next week just because football's around the corner and we got to get that going. You guys, uh, based on what we've seen in analytics and uh, responses on Twitter and that sort of thing, you guys want to see more football, so we'll be bringing you more football. Um, and then that is it for Madden football, basketball. We can now move on to our nerdy stuff. We can move on to some Marvel. Uh, contrary to what we've said a million times, there is Marvel news. Yep, there's and some. <laughs> there is actually quite a bit of Marvel news that um, has been pretty interesting. Um, we'll just hit some of like the boring legal out of the way first. Sure. Scarlett Johansson uh, is suing Disney slash Marvel. Because they had contract talks about Black Widow, and they told her that they would not be releasing Black Widow on um, streaming service. Streaming service. They said it would be a theatrical release only, which is how they did negotiated her pay. Um, but because of that, when they did decide to release it on Disney Plus, uh, 
Scarlett Johansson didn't see any of the Disney Plus money um, as a producer. She only saw it as an actor, which means I believe they said the number was she lost out on about. But she instead of making fifty million, she made twenty million. Okay, something so that's along a significant. Right, that's a significant amount because she didn't get the Disney Plus money. Um, and when when they announced that it was going out on Disney Plus, Scarlett Johansson's, Johansson's team reached out to Disney and Marvel, which she never got a response from, even though they had previously stated that they weren't going to release it. They have the paperwork for it. Disney responded saying that it has no merit in this lo lawsuit, um, that her complaints have no merit. Well, we will see because her lawyer and her agent did have receipts. So sure. we'll find out. Um, just that, we'll get that quick out of the way. I'm on Scarlett Johansson's side. Just, no, she she should be owed money. She yeah, she helped produce the movie and she was a star. So you should give her her fair cut for both. Especially if she's on her way out, you know. Like, right, since she won't be coming. And now with this lawsuit, there's no way Natalie's coming back. Uh, or that, Natasha, that, not Natalie. Scarlett, Natasha, Natasha, <laughs> Natasha Romanoff. Natasha yeah. Romanoff's coming back. So yeah, Nat. Um, yeah, but that's it for that. We don't have to talk too much about uh, lawsuits because that probably bores people. Another quick hitter with Marvel, uh, Midnight Man. Moon Knight cast, uh, has casted Midnight Man. Um, that's a, that'll be the main villain. Um, if you're not familiar with Moon Knight, uh, Midnight Man is just one of the primary villains from the comics. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail of that just because not a lot of the details of the story are confirmed, so we're not sure what type of Midnight Man this will be. But yeah, that was just a quick casting that's happened that I wanted to mention. Uh, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I think uh, Moon Knight is kind of in the similar similar thing for Blade for me. I don't know what to what to or a Punisher thing going forward. I don't know what to exactly expect. Are we going to get a PG thirteen version when it's a very very possible to get a? It's going to be Disney R? Plus, right? Yeah. So I don't think you'll get anything rated R on Disney Plus. I think that's just uh, people are going to have to come to the agreement. Like anything on Disney Plus will probably be at most it'll say fourteen. It'll the R fourteen. TV fourteen or whatever. Yeah, I think that'll be the highest rated you'll get. So Moon Knight will probably be TV fourteen, even though it needs to be R to be right. true to the comics, but. Ah, uh, yeah. I think that's all we'll get. Um, I want to see a costume, too. I want to see a costume. Costumes like Blade. have been really good for this new phase of Marvel, if they keep that up. Yeah. I, I It better be a silver and white, tight yeah. cape. He needs it all. Uh, another casting that happened, or rumored, was Jodie Turner-Smith as Calypso for Craven. Um, Cra Craven is a spinoff of Spider-Man that's coming out. That is going to be... The guy who played Quicksilver is going to be Craven. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. And, uh, yeah, Taylor, she will be Calypso, which you've mentioned heads towards more like the anti-hero for Right, which Craven. I think that's what they're trying to do with these, like, spin-off ones. Um, Absolutely. Morbius, Venom, which apparently will make a lot more sense. Uh, their Spider-Verse will make a lot more sense once No Way Home comes out. That's what, they, that's what they've stated. Mm -hmm. um, and then with Kevin Feige saying that, not saying no to, you know, these Spider-Verse franchises, like, it could happen tomorrow, it could happen in 20 years, it could happen never. Yep. So, with them saying that Spider-Verse Spider -verse will make more sense in regards to No Way Home, Kevin Feige saying that, and now that we're getting some anti-hero slash people, I'm excited for the Spider-Verse going forward. So, Same. Um, I want. I wonder how it's going to make sense. I'm guessing multiverse, but that's going to be multiverse. I think so. That, I think that's the way they're heading. In like, instead of time travel, it's going to be multiverse travel, right. and that's why Ant Man is going to be such a huge. 
right. uh, thing, especially um, Ant-Man has just started filming, right. as well as Loki Season 2. And Both uh, have just begun filming yeah. already. Yeah, Loki Season 2, I was surprised to hear, but um, the, Ant-Man new, the Ant-Man news is exciting because Fantastic Four are possibly rumored in that as well. Um, so Fantastic Four and X-Men are the two big rumors that are coming out. Uh, Boss Logic, who we know works for Disney or Marvel... Um, at least on occasion, by contract. I don't think he's an yep, official he employee. Did a, he did a cover for the first. Um, he recently did an image of the Fantastic Four logo with the Wolverine swipe and X-Men yeah. behind it. Right. Uh, obviously, could just be him doing art, but uh, yeah, I think X-Men and Fantastic Four are both rumored to be showing up soon, soon. sooner rather than later. Um, Fantastic Four was originally projected to be one of the later projects, but I think they'll be coming sooner than we think. Yeah. Um, the question is, will they bring in Fantastic Four before or after we've dealt with Kang because he's a big he's a Nathaniel he, Richards he's a descendant of Reed Richards like, exactly he's a so. descendant of Reed Richards and uh, Doctor Doom it I like the idea of one singular big bad right and if you have Kang and Doctor Doom in the same yeah I know they wanted to do kind of a, a big bad in space and kind of have like their space right. person that's where you're going to have the Thor characters, you're going to have the Guardians of the Galaxy players dealing with this big bad in space, and then you've got your Avengers, your your home people, dealing with a threat on Earth. Which, so. yeah, so Doom, Kang, um, I don't really want them to cross over too much, but if they do, no, I'd like, really I'd like for it to just it. be Kang right Yeah, now. exactly. I want Kang, especially and with... Doom can be a third one. Yeah, especially Galactus. with Jonathan doing such a good job right. as uh, Kang, so... Um, yeah, I mentioned that Spant-Man. Spank-Man. Spank-Man. Let's Paul Rudd spank me, that's alright. Uh, Ant-Man and uh, Loki. What? <laughs> uh, Loki Season 2 have begun filming. Um, another rumored casting. Uh, Idris Elba did a recent interview and said that he would be open to a Heimdall return and that he might potentially be coming back in Multiverse of Madness or a future project. Right. Uh, we talked about this shortly, you and I, off uh, camera, but uh, I thought that that was really weird, considering Idris Elba asked for Heimdall to be killed, right? He which is why they killed off Heimdall. Like makeup, he didn't like the the costume. It was very part. Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. Right. Like, I'm not enjoying the filming. I'm not enjoying the character. I don't like the costume. It was none of it. None about nothing about the character made him feel comfortable as an actor. And why would you want to come back as that unless it's like, oh, hey, but we'll give you a bunch of money. Right. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and with, uh, I believe Multiverse of Madness is coming out before Thor. Yep. Thor uh, Love and Thunder. So, that being said, could we could see possibly Heimdall, you know, Heimdall being a main character in a project. So Which I'm all for because um, I saw some people discussing this and I kind of agreed. Thor's lost everyone. Thor has nobody... Left Frigga, he lost uh, Odin, lost, lost Loki. Loki, Hela, you know. He doesn't have Jane. Doesn't have Jane. Um, uh, Valkyrie, Heimdall. He, he gave up his king. Yep, his Kingdom. throne. Yep. So I mean, he's lost everything. Why? Let's give him back and, and, Heimdall, you know, which he, is his best friend. He, uh, um, and just the. The fact that it was uh, his fault for Infinity War, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, yeah, because he didn't go for the head. He took a lot of blame. So yeah, it was a mixture between Star Lord and Thor that yeah. got most of the blame. Um, yeah, I would be That's fine weird, if because Star Lord's also lost everyone. Yeah, so interesting. Uh, but Thor needs somebody back in his life, so maybe it'll be Jane and Love and Thunder. 
maybe that'll be uh, Heimdall. Um, I also think Idris Elba is a terrific actor. He's right. also very cool as a person. Yeah. Um, he's somebody I would be very much interested in just sitting down and chatting with, like right. one of those types of yeah, guys. Yeah, I think, I think we both have interest to go see The Suicide Squad. I'm, I I want to see the Suicide Squad. I have the unpopular opinion of liking the first one. Yeah. Um, a lot of people judge me for that. I'd like to see uh, Dan Dan Ayer's cut. Yeah. Dan Ayer's cut of Suicide Squad, because he's like, the theatrical release is not my movie. Right, yeah, that's so. what he said. And including like 30 more minutes of Joker. Yeah. Which, a lot of people hated Jared Leto's <laughs> Joker, so saying that like that is your selling point might not sell a lot of people. I liked Jared Leto's right. Joker. I liked the different take. Um, I yeah. saw a few people, like have that have set like a couple big writers and like comic book writers have had previous things written about enjoying Jared Leto's Joker that have since been deleted because of how much flack they got for yeah. it. So I'll be straight out and say right, it's I not liked, like. We don't like the other. Ta- we like obviously Heath Ledger's Joker's iconic. I occasionally I, look up that scene. Yeah, you know, where he's like, eh, eh. but Caesar Romero was one of my favorite. Jokers, and he was the 60s. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson was a terrific Joker. Joaquin Phoenix was a wonderful Joker. Yeah. Heath Ledger so was so good a- that uh, you know he broke the record for a rated R comic book movie, and uh, they're doing a second one. Even though he said he didn't want to do yeah. a second one, but there's another you know, case. Talks and just like Idris Elba. Right. So I liked Joaquin Phoenix's, uh, not Joaquin Phoenix, but yes, I liked Joaquin Phoenix. But um, I like Jared Leto's Joker. And I liked that Suicide Squad movie, but I still think that this one's going to be better. Idris Elba looks really good in it. I like how they've been really secretive about it. Um, James Gunn recently said that he's bored of superhero movies. Yeah. That's the only thing that has made me less interested in seeing it. Um, and I also... Another unpopular opinion I have of that is I'm not a big Margot Robbie Harley Quinn fan. Right. Um... I think she does the character uh, slightly above average, but it could be better. Right. I think she kind of stole the show in um, Suicide Squad. Partially of that is um, there's just not much else going on around her, um, and the yep. villain was terrible. <laughs> and Deadshot was there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Deadshot, Will Smith is Deadshot. Could get a solo movie himself. Like, that. he's that good, but he also didn't like it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Margot Robbie's... Uh, Harley Quinn was good in Suicide Squad. I think she's going to be. I think it's going to be better in the Suicide Squad, I but hope so. uh, it was not great in Birds of Prey. So exactly, and like Birds of Prey, there was one good scene. The in, coke, cocaine, the cocaine scene. scene. That was that was awesome. Uh, That's the only. I did not go see Birds of Prey because I wasn't a fan of the Harley Quinn portrayal. The uh, the the plot was not great. <laughs> yeah, it, you, it was you like gave fan, me a it was recap. like fan four stick when we went to go see that. <laughs> Fan foresight about how like everyone's everyone hates each other, and then all of a sudden like they're they're a team and they win. They're a team, and the villain doesn't get to win even for a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then just yeah, they just win, less like that. Uh, so, but yeah, that's about that's. I mean, Suicide Squad. I want to go see that. I'm excited for it. Idris Elba, Heimdall. We talked about that. Um, there were some few other things here last week. We said uh, you could expect a Hawkeye. 
poster or a trailer soon, and, and we got a still, a still image. We got a still image and a release date. Yeah. November 24th, right. Hawkeye will be coming out, which is very cool. We learned that uh, one thing I didn't like about this information is that Haley Steinfeld is going to be a 22-year-old fangirl of Hawkeye. So you also don't know the co- the context, so I, I agree that like that's kind of weird, but like, is she still the like young, like up-and-coming Olympic archer? girl and she's just like oh my god like he's a superhero like is it gonna be like is it gonna be like miss marvel and captain marvel right maybe they just maybe jeremy renner said it poorly right because he made it seem like she was just a nobody who picked up archery because of hawkeye and that um which shouldn't be the case she should either be uh olympic athlete like she was or have a deeper story right deeper beginning than that not just oh i can hit anything right um and then the other thing we talked about is coming out with the on the twenty fourth means you're constricted on or restricted on when you're gonna let Miss Marvel. Right. When are you gonna release that? So that kind of like I talked about this with what if being with what if being in August, right? Early August, sure. And that's gonna go for ten weeks. Two weeks from now, what if comes out? So that's gonna go for ten weeks. And I don't know where that's gonna put you. Is that gonna put you in the into October? Yeah. Uh, so. That should put you at the end of October, the last week of October. So, so I don't think they're going to overlap them, so when is Miss Marvel going to come out? So, what if isn't canon? Right. So, it's not part of the next phase. It's not canon? Then why is uh, Captain Carter rumored to show up in... Well, it's not supposed <laughs> to be part of the next phase. Right. So, they could, in theory, overlap it, and the people that are interested in watching only the next phase could just not watch What If. Um, I do think they have lower expectations for What If, being an animated series. But um, I think they could overlap with that. Otherwise, they could only... Then isn't that weird that Hawkeye has a release date and Miss Marvel doesn't? Yes. Um, But with Miss Marvel's biggest attachment is with Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel doesn't come out to 2022. So, in theory, you could release Miss Marvel any time between Hawkeye and Captain Marvel and still be okay. Right. So maybe, and but they said it was coming out in 2021. Right. So maybe... Timeline-wise, it looks like it's going to get pushed back, so possibly. It's Or it's going to overlap the last episode or two with Hawkeye. Right. So if you do like a Wednesday-Friday... Right. Like you do a Wednesday and then you release Miss Marvel on right. Friday. So the last episode of Hawkeye comes out on Wednesday, like the last week of December... And then that Friday, the last week of December, Miss Marvel Ms. comes Marvel. out. Maybe. I, don't know I think that. that's really all they can do if they want, or right. they're going to overlap. Yeah. And if they overlap, you're asking a lot of people to devote a lot of time. Yeah. Watching your stuff, especially with Shang Chi coming out with the September. new trailer just came out. Uh, Eternals in November. Eternals. Spider Man. You're asking December. people to devote a lot of time to Marvel, which they might not have, especially yeah. with everybody Keeping at work. Keeping it once and... a week, like the once a week thing is good. And so you're either going to overlap What If, or you're going to overlap Hawkeye, so I don't know if it's going to come out this year. We'll see. I'm, I'm interested. Once we find that out, we'll definitely let you know. Um, but yeah, a Hawkeye information was good. Miss Marvel, what I'm looking for. And right. then What If uh, is coming out soon. We'll definitely give you updates on what if, cause yeah. we're big fans of that. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, we covered a lot of the Marvel stuff. There's only a few more things we have left to cover. Um, some of them are a little bigger than, uh, others. One thing is Canon. That your mom told you too? That's what she had to tell me cause I kept coming home crying in the lock from the locker room. Mm. Um, but Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special that's coming out, 
They say it will be canon and will have things in it that you will need to see in order to understand for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I think that's an interesting choice to do that. Cause... I like it because it's not, you don't have to devote that much time to it. Right. It's um, You don't have to devote that much time. It's kind of like a quick hitter of information. Yeah, it's and like, it's gonna I be think fun. it's going to be like an hour, hour long. It's not going to be a full movie, I don't think. But it's also, how are they going to, um, you know, promote it? Is it going to be a Disney Plus premiere access? Is it going to be in theaters? You also have two actors with singing training backgrounds. I'm not sure if Zoe Deldana has. She seems like somebody she that should, would. She's, I mean, she's been in the she can top, do anything. top she's, three grossing movies of all she, time. You can so. say she's a top three actor. She's, oh, I, she's, she's done everything. Avatar, so if you told me Infinity War, Columbiana, yeah. I love Columbiana. Um, but yeah, so if you told me she could sing, I wouldn't be surprised, but Chris Pratt and... Bradley Cooper have are trained in singing, so right. if there's there could be some good music in it. Uh, James Gunn, I think, is creating that yep. too. So yeah, he, they're actually filming at the same time as Guardians of the Galaxy. So, so I'm excited for that. So when I saw some people were mad, like, why would you make us watch something so stupid? Remember the Star Wars holiday special? Remember the '85 Bears holiday? <laughs> um, but yeah, people were saying like, why would you make us it's watch not it? Be bad. It's, it's not gonna. There's no way Marvel would come out with something this late in time, 2021, and come out with something. He, they mentioned it in the uh, Disney Investor Days and whatever. Right. They, 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 they wouldn't bring something up like this and create something like this for it to be bad and right. have it be part of one of their biggest movies that's going to be coming out in the future. Right. If it's going to be bad, we've been waiting. Yeah, we've been waiting for Guardians of the Galaxy and. The fact that uh, you know they're going to do this holiday special, it's going to be it's going to be serious, but it's still going to be funny, and that's the the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the way to do mantra. it. So, um, outside of that, another piece of like big news was Gargantos has been cast for um, Doctor Strange, which Gargantos, for those who don't know, is related to Namor, who Namor is going to be sounds like the main villain in Black Panther two, Wakanda uh, Forever. So. Um, I think that's cool. So, Namor... Also, like, out of the six million theories or rumors that come out of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, <laughs> um, he's, he was going to try to put together the Illuminati, apparently, and Namor has been a part of the Illuminati before, so I don't know if that's going to be the case, um, but no, hinting, hinting, at, hinting at a million different things is... no. Anything could happen. That's the Marvel strategy. Hint at a million things, right. get everybody talking about it, and then do something nobody talked about, yeah. and everybody get mad about it because they got so hyped. But it's still good. But it's still good. But right. they all get mad because it's overhyped about what they wanted. But yeah, Gargantos was added, and uh, that'll be really cool. I like that character. I think that's a fun hero to add, So or villain to add. There's also another big, uh, I forgot what it's called, it's like a giant eye, like, like, Cthulhu. Cthulhu thing, yeah. I, I don't know it was, what it is. I think it was Cthulhu, like the Marvel version of Cthulhu. Yeah, but that's going to be in there. In Doc, that's where we're going to be in Doctor Strange too. So I don't Goodness, know. So much stuff. Everything. It's going to be a. It's going to be a hoot. <laughs> a hoot and a half. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> um, and I believe there was one more Marvel thing we had nine. left. Oh, yeah. We don't have one more Marvel thing. We have nine. There yeah. are nine unnamed. Marvel products coming to Disney Plus that they are currently working on. There are theories for them. Echo is the one that they that Disney has shot down. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be supposed to be like a rumored kind of villain in Hawkeye. Right, so, but Echo is the one that will not be getting its own. They I've said got, I've got some theories. How do you feel about Daredevil? Yes, Jessica Jones. Okay. Heroes for Hire. 
Okay. Punisher. Okay. That's all I got. There's four. Luke Cage? Heroes for Hire. Oh, he yeah. Okay. With the... I don't know if they want to do a Luke Cage and an Iron Fist, but why not just combine them? Sure. Well, um, I'm all for the Daredevil. Uh, I don't think they'll do Jessica Jones, but um, maybe they will. Uh, Somebody, some people were asking for some prequels to bring back some of the old actors. I don't think Disney cares to do that. I think remakes—they're all for, but I don't think they need to do prequels because then you're going to mess up timelines. You're going to do the—you're going to pull an X-Men Origins and screw a bunch of stuff up. So. Yeah, I think Daredevil is one that everybody's going to be expecting. Um, that's when they'll bring in Kingpin. That's when... Right. Unless they bring in Kingpin already. Right. But I mean, I like the little teases of characters in these, and then give them the big big debut. Right. So, and Punisher. Yeah, sense. Punisher would be a good one, except that's another one. You're going to go to Disney Plus and Punisher... If you've seen anything of Punisher Season 1 or 2 on, on Netflix, it is definitely a rated R. But it won't be if it's Disney Plus. It's bloody. Yeah. So Which, which is like... Now that Disney owns Deadpool, will Deadpool when they come out with Deadpool through? Will would Deadpool eventually be put on Disney Plus? Like so, if people are even questioning that, I don't think Disney Plus is coming out with rated R stuff. I really wish they would allow it. Because I mean, yeah, they've said that they're you know they've got a if there's a corner of the universe that makes sense for rated R, we'll do it. But then they haven't. Punisher like and Moon Knight, Blade, they all should be R. Yeah. If you really want to do it right, it's like three of them are like uh, Midnight Suns almost. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure what else the other nine or so would be. I do think Daredevil's going to be one of them. Right, we could we could think about that. Too. I don't think it'll be big things like Fantastic Four or yeah. Sword. I saw that they did a. Uh, There's rumor that I could do like a Weapon X one, and it's, it would be more so just like kind of the creation of Weapon X and maybe like Wolverine at the end. Or... Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Like an X Men Origins sort of <laughs> beginning. Uh, yeah, uh, it could definitely do an X-Men one, like the School of Gifted Children could be the right. title. Something right. similar, so you know it's not like a big deal, but it is like going to be right. part of it and sure. lead to a bigger project. Um, yeah, I'm not sure where else they could go. This is kind of off the cuff. I've thought about it for a little while, and I did see some people talking about it on Twitter, but I don't really give too much into Twitter theories. Right. Um, unless I make them up myself, then I'm all for them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's a few in there I think they could come in. And that is it for Marvel news, I think. I don't think we have anything else. There was a lot of big stuff, a lot of interesting things that I'm actually very excited for. Um, what do you, what, what was your favorite Marvel news? This week? Yeah. Um, I liked getting the still mm-hmm. from Hawkeye and the uh, release date more, more so. Um, and then my, uh, probably my most disliked was, I don't know what they're doing with Miss Marvel now. So, I don't I, want it to get pushed back, but I have a feeling, I have a feeling it's going to get pushed back. Delayed. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing is that Ant Man has begun filming. Uh, I'm most excited for that movie. I would say coming out. It's just one of those ones I'm jacked for. Is Jonathan uh, Majors going to be doing both? Is he going to be in Loki season two? Is he going to be? That's Loki season two. I don't know because I. That's the one I have most questions on. I don't know how they're not going to spoil things with movies. I don't know how they're not going to give things away for like the show itself sure. um, and I'm not sure how they're going to connect it because if it's still supposed to be connected to the movies um, how are you supposed to connect it right. and so but that does mean that it probably could come out in 2022 which I thought the earliest we'd get it is 2023 it takes about a year do everything so. so that is the one I was excited for that as well and then the thing I was least um, I, I didn't dislike any of it I was like you where I was questioning Miss Marvel but the one I questioned the most was uh, Heimdall 
coming yeah. back because yeah. I'm confused. Um, I don't want Idris Elba to come back just for money. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was it. Huh? And uh, so we'll move on from Marvel to we did skip uh, a couple sports news that aren't local or anything. So we're just gonna hit those quick. Simone Biles drew out, withdrew from the Olympics. People were talking negatively about her. She mentioned in an interview she got the twisties, which is a gymnastics term for basically. Um, I wasn't sure what they, can't remember what they related it to, but it basically she lost control of her wits in midair. It's very dangerous. People have gotten extremely hurt from it. Um, she got a ha- one and a half twist through her twist, and she got the twisties, and she decided she needed to withdraw for her mental and physical health. Um, good for her, and it's too, too bad considering she's one of the best athletes the United States has ever had. Yeah, outside of Joey Chestnut. Outside of Joey Chestnut, but in the Olympics. Yeah. Simone Biles, Michael Phelps, she, like, she's up with those yeah. people. So, um, Actually, I'd, I'd say that everyone's trying to get to where she's at. at she, she has five moves named after her because nobody else can do and it. She can, she can physically not get a perfect score because you have to find a flaw with stuff, and it's impossible for them her to, to like, find a flaw. So they so, have to... Probably make one up. You could say she's the best at what she's done. So it's really too bad, but um, I'm glad she did what she felt was right. And uh, another piece of news that we didn't see. So um, Quinn Ewer, Quentin Ewers is a high school quarterback. He's currently in his junior year of high school in Texas. Well, in Texas, with the NIL laws, they're not allowing um, high school players to accept deals for their right. name, image, likeness. Mm-hmm. But he has, he's so academically ahead that he only needs to take one class, and then he can also take it online, and then he'd be able to graduate early. So he's thinking about doing that for going senior year of high school and going to Ohio State this year, which in theory, if he did that, he would be able to get drafted in the NFL at 19 and a half or 20 as a quarterback. Well, the last person that did that, uh, I can't remember his name, but he was a defensive end who got drafted at age 20. So um, it would be—it's been a while. I know Sidney Rice graduated high school at 16. So there are there have been players that do these sorts of things in the past, but with a quarterback who he's the next Trevor Lawrence, he's the next like big name QB that everybody's been waiting to see going to Ohio State. Um, I would love to see him go somewhere else because that's in Minnesota's division. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it would be very cool to see him forego senior year and be a young quarterback in college. And, uh, yeah, those were, I think, those only two sports news that we missed that um, we meant to go over. We just, you know. football-related, weren't homegrown. Yeah, they weren't local Vikings, twins, any of those sorts of news, but they were sports news, and we weren't sure where to put them. Now we are going to move. Now we're going to move on to local news. We have some local sports stuff. Very cool. Very exciting. We don't always have a lot of exciting local stuff. Big one that I'm most excited for: Dee Dee Westbrook. Yep. I was super excited of him coming out into, from college from Oklahoma. I believe it's Oklahoma. Um, coming into the Vikings, he was signed. He was supposed to visit Seattle. But he's, shortly after yeah, that, the rule is: if you bring in trip. a guy you want, you don't let him leave. Yep. That's, I that. mean, Jadeveon Clowney has shown that all the places that have signed him, he never left. So, Dee yeah. <laughs> Westbrook, um, he came in very excited. He is a solid number three. Uh, he has is good enough to be better than a three. Still, it's just he gets hurt, and yeah, he's still he's still think probably rehabbing towards ACL last year or something. So he's still kind of taking it easy. Um, KJ Osborne's getting those wide receiver three reps right now, which I think is smart. A lot of people were expecting BC Ola BC Johnson to get the wider. Th- or BB. 
Yeah, but BB... Or Amir Smith-Marset, so it's... KJ Osborne's kind of a... I think BB and BC are both going to see themselves gone. Um, yeah. Either BB and BC or BB and KJ Osborne. Um, that I think that's why KJ is getting these early reps, because if he doesn't show out, which he showed out today... Yeah. Um, if Kirk. He, showed Kirk out. showed out to KJ, and KJ caught it. Yeah. But... Uh, if KJ doesn't show out, I think he's gone because he did so poorly last year. Um, yep. He might get put on practice squad because I believe this is his yep. second year, so yep. he's allowed he to. Um, but yeah, I could see KJ being moved to practice squad. Somebody else take him. But I think BB is bar probably if Amir and DD both do well. I think BB's yeah, gone. I think DD's probably the safe bet for wide receiver three. Yeah, I but, think he's um, the safe bet. Amir uh, Amir Smith Marset is the closest to the next choice. Yeah. So when when you're not even considering two players that have been on the team for multiple years. It was um there was that wide receiver from the Canadian Football League that the Vikings had for a couple years. Uh not Arsenault, but there was another guy more recently. Um he's still in the NFL. I can't remember his name, but he was another one of those guys. He was on the team for a couple years. Didn't live up to hype. Everybody thought they were going to give him another chance and they didn't. That's just not what the Vikings do. They develop young talent before they keep mid-talent. Once you get past that mid-threshold, then they'll keep you along as a vet. Um, they tend to uh, Jarius Wright is the exception to that. I think there, a lot of people are seeing K.J. Osborne could have all the kind of tools to be this when, this Jarius Wright. When K.J. Osborne was coming into the NFL, my comp for him before the draft was Jarius Wright. Yeah, he's got a He's got to learn how to return kicks, but I, he may not have to anymore. We got Amir and Didi are Kene both great returners. Noangwu. And Kenne. Uh, who has a 94 speed, which is one of the top uh, speeds for halfbacks. Just and ran. rookies. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, Kenne, he so Kenne is going to probably return. Amir probably set, could yeah. return. And Didi has punt return experience. So, so I think that might help KJ Osborne's. Not have to worry about special team. Maybe change him to like a gunner. gunner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was big news. DD will be wearing number 89. This is another Vikings jersey that I would consider buying. Um, I want to expand my jersey collection. I have my whole jersey collection set you can't right, see it's right there. Right over, right it's over right there. there. Oh, yeah, right there. Um, I would love to get a, a jersey from every team. Uh, probably the last team I would get would be the Packers, but, um... If I were to get a Packers jersey, I would either get Rodgers or Adams right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I want to expand. Jordan Love? Jordan Love. Maybe if he does really well, we'll I'll get a Jordan Love one. But um, I like Aaron Jones, and A.J. Dillon is very funny. He's like a funny guy. So, okay. you know, there's some guys I would consider. Guy? Bakhtiari? Bakhtiari's hilarious. Ah, yeah. So there are guys I would yeah. get. Jair Alexander's good enough, but I don't know much about him. I try to I get like players that I like off the field. Um... So I do like Aaron Rodgers off the field. I loved Stefan Diggs. That's why I got a Diggs one. Keekly. Um, yeah, so I try to get those. I want to expand that collection. So um, D.D. Westbrook's one of those guys. Maybe you'll see me in an 89 jersey in one of these videos. I'll be going to the Browns game this year. So I need a new jersey you for the Browns game. the number game. one break tackle halfback. Yeah. Against the number one chains of direction back. Um, but yeah, so I would love to get a jersey by then. Otherwise, I'll have to wear my Harrison Smith one. Um, another piece of Vikings news, Brashad Breeland today went crazy, he got an interception, he got a pass breakup, he got a pass deflection or something, so, um, he was doing, I mentioned in an earlier episode, Breeland was actually being reported as having a very bad camp and having bad training, um, 
Showed out today. He showed out today, which is really good because they were saying that he probably wouldn't even be wide receiver two or th- or corner, corner two, two or yeah. three. He's not good to be wide receiver <laughs> two. Uh, you need D-backs that can catch. Um, but, yeah, so this made Dantzler take third team reps. So Dantzler, who was first team all rookie, being able to have the comfort of not having to take that number two spot would be nice. I do think he's good enough to be number two. That's why he was on our all-starters team. Right. Um, fun fact, if you didn't see that, check out that episode. Even skip through and get, check out the all-starters segment. It was a new segment we did. Um, it was very fun to do, and we'll be doing it again. But, yeah, I think Cam Dantzler was a great um, – was a – would, is a great addition to the team, a great corner for the team, but having him be able to be the third corner is uh, really nice. So Breland, I hope he keeps it up. Some other other Vikings news in regards to Vikings D-backs. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe um, Jeff Gladney's court decision was today. I don't know the thought about that. I don't know um, how it turned out, but that's... <laughs> I, we'll hear about that. Um, even if his court decision goes well, I'm not sure we keep him. But um, I honestly, if Gladney, if it gets over, if, like he is innocent and we sign him, um, I would be very interested to see Gladney moved to free safety and have Harrison at strong. I think Gladney's skills, um, very much like Harrison Hand. He's not a very, like, man-to-man kind of guy. Exactly. That's where Dantzler was better than him. Exactly, and that's why he struggled in the slot. He was trying to learn two different positions, mm-hmm. slot and corner. And um, both trying to learn two positions as a rookie is difficult. So coming in, not having to worry about slot because of Mackenzie Alexander. Gladney as a number two. And yeah. then Breland and Dantzler. We go from having a really weak defensive back room maybe they package gladney with somebody else right. for xavian yeah, Howard. i hope i hope he definitely <laughs> learns i def- hope he definitely learns his learns from you know what he's gone through and i hope the uh judicial system can get it right whether, yeah. if whether he did it or not justice needs to be served so hopefully he's innocent and this is all a misunderstanding of some yeah. sort but i'm not sure if that's the case yeah. um however if we have to package him for xavian howard even yeah. if he is innocent i'm okay with that too yeah. um <laughs> another player off the field issue or not issue but an off the field case that had with the vikings that has been um has served gone its course uh jalen twyman the rookie that the vikings drafted who was shot multiple times four times yep uh, he is made a full recovery, but he will be out at least six to eight weeks minimum. I think the, they said eight weeks minimum. Yeah, on the NFI non-football injury list. He made it through waivers. The Rams were going to bring him in, it sounded like. Um, so I'm very glad they didn't because he was somebody that I think was a steal in I'm the glad draft. glad that the... the the other teams honored the unspoken rule. So. Yeah, you talked about that. I was worried he'd be taken, but apparently there's some sort of unspoken rule that you don't take somebody off an NFI, um, especially in a, a situation as severe as this. Yeah, like Cameron Smith had his open heart surgery. No one took him. He had to put him on NFI. So, so he's through, and he did well, and uh, or he's going to come back, and as long as nobody takes him off practice squad or NFI, I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can. I think he's um, just, we'll just have to activate him. But he's through waivers. So and he he is a still a member of the Minnesota Vikings. <clears throat> still a member of the Vikings. He is a position, a type of defensive lineman that Zimmer loves, and he also has a lot of potential to be moved in different positions on the field, on the line, and potentially like in a five-down lineman, be one of the edge guys. So, uh, very excited for him and happy for him. I don't know if he wanted to be 
taken by another team or not. I'm not sure about his personal choices, but I'm glad he's here. And uh, last little bit of Vikings news, I believe. Brian O'Neill and Harrison Smith's contracts are being worked. They are currently in talks with extensions, so the Vikings do plan to have Harrison Smith and Brian O'Neill extended. I'm sure they want to do Harrison Smith first because that'll be able to tell them how much money they can give O'Neill because they'll probably give O'Neill one of the larger tackle contracts in the NFL. Um, just because he's not known necessarily around the league and he got eaten alive by Daniil Hunter today. Um, just because of that doesn't mean he's not a good tackle. He's actually one of the highest rated tackles this uh, past two years. He's only allowed four sacks, which in comparison, the what a lot of people consider one of the best linemen in the league, Quentin Nelson, is only allowed three. Bakhtiari is allowed like three in that same amount of time. So he's on the same level as some of those best linemen, just from a right tackle position. Coming from a guy who goes against Khalil Mack, so Darius Smith, Preston Smith. And Daniil Hunter every day. <laughs> and Daniil Hunter every day. So uh, I think that's great news. I'm excited to see how much Brian O'Neill gets. And I think um, Harrison Smith will probably take a discount, but he doesn't need to. I think he's earned um, a good payday. And that is it for the Vikings news. Um, we have a quick Timberwolves tidbit. We have They traded Ricky Rubio today. They traded Ricky Rubio and received Torian Prince, a second-round pick, and $3 million cash, cash in cash considerations. Um, they have not made that pick yet, as of yet, uh, as of today. I think it's 2022. It was pick. a 22 pick. So that, we'll, we'll see what that transpires next year. It also, we also have three 2022 second-round picks. We have our second-round pick, we got the one we got from the Cavs, and we also have one that we received in the Butler trade to Philly. Okay. So Another quick... Uh, Timberwolves news, Wancho, they held him back from the Olympics because he got hurt or something. and uh, Yeah, he dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, and he was upset about that because he thought he could go back yeah, in. The Olympics cleared him, but we were like, no. And then uh, last bit of Timberwolves news, uh, Jaden and Jalen are uh, going to be at the Summer League, but Ant will not be, so we can see what Jaden looks like as a number, starter. Number one, and then Chris Finch also was on a questionnaire and said that um, that Jalen Noel will be getting more run next year. So sweet him being in. He's I mean he can shoot, he can score. He had some a couple twenty point games in there. So he's a nice young talent that yeah I'm excited for. Um, yeah, that's it for Timberwolves. Now we got some uh, quick Twins tidbits. They are trading Kepler and Buxton, or looking for trades for Kepler and Buxton. And uh, today they announced they are also looking to trade Barrios. Um, so. If you could insert like a like Getty images of a dumpster on fire, um, this would be the time to do it. Yeah, um, um, and they're deciding to do so after breaking the record for the largest amount of home run differentials in a game and still losing. Mm -hmm. So Twins are just this is just one year removed from the M MLB record for home runs in a season. Yeah. So, you know, Twins went from great to absolutely terrible. Hero to zero. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. I don't really want to talk about them much because they pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> um, some local fun. Um, Sunisa Lee from the Olympics won gold in all-around gymnastics. Congratulations. She's from Minnesota. So, wonderful for her. Um, another Minnesota news, if you listen to KFAN, which is the number one sports show in Minnesota, and it was the fastest and largest growing sports show in the entire country for 2021, or 2020, uh, 
Power Trip Morning Show. Zach Halverson is part of the Power Trip Morning Show. He came out as gay. So great for you. Congratulations. And um, very happy for you. I know it's a tough field um, to come out in in sports. So, you know, good for you, Zach. And everybody's rooting the, for the you. The amount of support he's gotten just from his um, yeah. from K-Fan and, and people around him is They've also been very so. hilarious with him. Yeah. Uh, they've been very funny and... They've, he's taken it all well, and they've all done well, and um, I'm happy for him. So yeah. it, it's always better when people get to be who they truly are. Yeah, and be happy with themselves. So he'll be happier, and it's going to result in a better show. And for already a popular show, it'll be um, even better for them. And uh, that's it for local sports. That's it for just local news in general. Now we just have some fun information. Um Really quickly, Norman Reedus wanted to be Ghost Rider. He said yeah. that they mocked him up. Um, that's just a little fun information. That's really nothing to talk about because it's not rumor or anything. Um, a Minecraft YouTuber that I subscribe to, Impulse SV, just hit a million subscribers. Congratulations, Impulse. Um, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley has surpassed 1 billion views on Good YouTube. Uh, that's 1 him. billion people Rick rolled, and I hope <laughs> there's another 1 billion more. Um, let's get depressing. Jory, Joey Jordanson, Joey Jordan, Jordan, Joey, Joey Jordison, the drummer from Slipknot died, passed away. And he, in my opinion, is the best drummer ever. Uh, there's plenty of videos of him playing on upside down and upright on a yeah. drum set and doesn't stop the whole time. I've never seen a double bass play. Somebody be able to play the double basses yeah. for that long, that consistently um but he passed away so rest in peace joey and uh um lavar burton was the host of gillette or jeopardy <laughs> <Gillette? laughs> uh, jeopardy and he's been killing it and what a surprise reading rainbow killed it just he's just good in everything he does star trek everything and he's doing well if, if it's lavar burton to be the permanent host i'm all for that sure. he's he's killed it um, I mentioned this in a previous episode, the TV show What We Do in the Shadows. The season three premiere is coming out September 2nd. I highly recommend it. Um, it's going to be really good. Wellington Paranormal is in the set in the same universe, and that's currently the most streamed TV show in the United States. So if you like Wellington Paranormal, go ahead and watch What We Do in the Shadows. I'm a fan of universes. Yeah, and it's connected universe, universes. A connected uh, universe created with Taika Waititi. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead universes, stuff like that. It's all, um, it's all speaking good. of connected universes, there's so Pokemon Snap has a free DLC coming out, free sure. update. Um, so more areas, more Pokemon to take pictures of. Very excited. We love Pokemon. Um, but Netflix, as well as Pokemon... Um, they love Pokemon. Netflix is coming out with a live-action Pokemon series. We mentioned we would like that to be in the beginning, like start in episode one, have Ash get Pikachu and meet Ho, uh, see Ho Oh, meet Ho's. <laughs> Goodness, Ash is growing up. Direction they want He's to never go supposed with. to get older than ten, but that's pretty. You know. He's eleven now. Yeah, and in uh, X and the season's X and Y, they said he's thirteen. So. Mm. Um, oh. but it'll be live action. We not, if it's not set that way, I don't know. Cause they have the rights for all future Pokemon. Um, but they don't have the rights for previous Pokemon. So I'm not sure if they'd be able to do the originals. Um, but if they do, you thought it could be set in the rhyme city universe. I think it could be set in the, the rhyme city, Pikachu. which is detective Pikachu, which is 
was still really... are is still the right unit like it's still good it's still the same universe because it's the same YouTube and it was well done and if they do something along the same lines um I would be amazed I would love it and I'll watch every episode whether it's good or bad right um but yeah that's coming out and it's Netflix so hopefully Netflix does it well because they've lost five hundred million or five hundred thousand subscribers in just a few months Disney plus and pandemic and all that like uh and a, a lot of them in their surveys about why they left is canceling shows that they like and not and the new shows aren't good enough for them right. so hopefully they can get better at that because um i want it to be good especially with pokemon being like my favorite uh franchise in ever so um i would love that and then the last bit of information is crows are smart enough to understand the concept of zero not sure what we're supposed to do with that information not how sure how does that work like if they see a glass are they just like well no they can't see if, glass because so they're just gonna run into it right but, so if they saw two worms ate both they understand that there are now zero worms hmm. so they understand that something can be nothing which is more than a newborn baby can understand. You should get two worms and put them in front of my daughter. Your daughter, yeah, <laughs> and uh, see if she can figure it out. But yeah, and uh, that was it for fun news. I'm for in terms of like the fun stuff. I'm ex most excited for the Pokemon live action. Um, I think that's really cool. And I hope they do just like a almost like a no name trainer, and then just the not struggles. Ash, not Ash, just a no name trainer. Someone we can kind of grow with and then see his trials and tribulations. Or hers. Going forward. Or hers. With the way um, Netflix and Disney Plus going, it'll probably be a her. I'm probably fine with that, too. I'm all right with that. Um, other than that, that's all we got for you. Yeah. Um, this was another long episode. I almost hit the two-hour mark so Almost. Far. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's everything we got. I really hope you enjoyed. We didn't know how long GGSN was going to go for. But, yeah, um, so... They were good. Um, they, they were, were good. good. Um, so remember to be be on the lookout for them because I'm sure they'll be back. Yeah. Uh, probably uh, next week names? even. Uh, Richard Little. Richard Little. Peter Smalls. And Peter Smalls. Yeah, they were good. I'm. Uh, yeah, I liked them. They were attractive too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, all the stereotypical stuff that people skip through and cancel before the video can be over. But uh, like us on YouTube. Subscribe. Because um, we got up to a 15. We I know we said our goal was 20 subscribers, but we're at 15 now. I'm just as happy with that. Thank you so much for 15 subscribers. It's awesome. Um, we were at 12 after the last one, so I'm cool with gaming right. three. Uh, thank you to the Spotify listeners. There's not as many of you, but we still do think about you. And uh, if you are interested in visuals, feel free to check us out on YouTube because. Um, yeah, that's uh, we have some fun editing, and we do like uh, the visuals that we add to it. Sure, where can they where can they find that? That would be YouTube.com. Uh, Glazier Gamble is the name. Okay. Um, yeah, there's been two gaming videos so far posted on the Glazier Gaming YouTube.com uh, Glazier Gaming channel. Um, there's been a Minecraft and a League of Legends, and there is another one for gaming that should be coming out Monday. Potentially another one on Sunday. And uh, there'll be definitely more to come. There's also streaming every night on twitch.tv slash Glacier, which is usually between 7 p.m. and 12 a.m. Um, obviously not on Thursdays, and the past two Wednesdays have been dedicated to preparing for the podcast. Um, so usually Wednesday is a hit or miss, but um, 
most other days are I always update on Twitter whether or not um, there will be a stream and at what time. Usually there almost always is one, so twitch.tv slash Glazier, YouTube Glazier Gaming, YouTube Glazier Gamble, uh, Spotify, Glazier Gamble, and twitter.com Glazier Gamble. Wow, so, consistency. Lots of consistency there. Um, feel free to check them out. There's also a Glacier Gaming Twitter, but it's genuinely just retweeting the Glacier Gaming videos. So there's really no point to see that unless you're only interested in the gaming. Um, other than that, we really appreciate every one of you. We got a couple more comments on the last one. So even though we didn't hit that 20 subscriber milestone, I'm more interested in that interaction. We got some interaction on the stream. We got some interaction on the channel for the comments. Um, I'll take that over an additional subscriber any day just because we want to talk to you. We want to hear what you have to say on Twitter, comments, anything. So um, we want to hear what you have to say. We had a fantasy football question in the comments that was fairly fun to answer. Um, it got me thinking and it made me realize we need to start talking about fantasy football soon. Um, other than that, yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff coming your way. I'm not going to say there's no Marvel news because there's going to be some. I'm not going to say there's no NFL news yet because there's going to be some. Um, and you'll definitely hopefully see some more uh, GGSN soon. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, we're looking to get the membership for that, too. Absolutely. So. Uh, yeah. Other than that, like, we don't have any sort of, like, anything other than just content for you guys, so, and girls, so. Uh, really appreciate every one of you from the bottom of our hearts. And just like every time, you can't have, uh, no work is uh, handled on the mirror of its own. You have to have a fanatical group behind it. And uh, that's you guys. And we wouldn't be able to continue doing this without you and your support. So uh, please keep it coming because we're going to keep it coming. So thank you so much. GG. GG. See you next time. There will be the Eastern Conference next year. Um, and next week. <laughs> there will be the Eastern Conference draft. <laughs> there will be the Eastern Conference next week. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm just going to have to leave it. <laughs> there will be the Eastern. There will be the Eastern. <laughs> cool, we got this. We got this. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can't leave it. I need duct tape. Oh man! Oh no! This is so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> he just looked at me, lost.